You're a monster! Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How we doing? Good. How about you? I'm excited for today, man. I'm yep. super pumped. This this will be my first mock draft. I've kind of been waiting to do this for the first time on the show. Oh, that's very nice of you. So yeah, I have done a few, um, but not anything. More just trying to see where people are landing. Not really going through an actual mock mock. Just trying to see what's going on. Uh, but super excited. So today, guys, we're actually going to do our our mock. We're going to do a 12 team. It's going to be 15 rounds. Um, we're super stoked. It looks like we've got James hooked up at the third spot. I'm drafting back in the ninth spot. The rest are going to be auto-picked. Um, we are using the sleeper format, which we typically do utilize. Yeah, for mock drafts, I like the sleeper or ESPN. Those are my two favorites. Those are your two favorites. Yeah, I, I used to be a huge Yahoo, like all... Just Yahoo everything, um, but semi lost just a little bit. It seems like, um, yeah. Once I figured out sleeper, sleeper kind of definitely became the main. It's one. just you can you can do so much different, so many different things with sleepers. So that's what I, that's what I like about it. Um, but we've got uh, some monster news. We got to definitely jump into today too. We've got airing it out later. Uh, we have an awesome question that we're going to chat about. Um, but first things first, we want to thank everybody that supported us uh, with our t shirts. Um, it was really exciting. Uh, we'll have totals for you hopefully next week um, as we're just wrapping all of that up. But anybody that bought um, a T-shirt or donated uh, just some money to generate health, we just want to say thank you. Yep, thanks. How awesome. Um, and we just look forward to to continuing to maybe partner with them in the future if we do something else or um, you guys just at least uh, you know helping out the podcast in any other way. So that was great. Uh, last thing we wanted to chat about real fast was is uh, our listener league. So we do still have some room if anybody wants to jump jump in and help, or well jump in and be a part of it. Um, so one of us can crush you this year, um, and it would be embarrassing if it doesn't happen. But you know, still, yeah, it's a lot. Of, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> a lot of pressure now. Uh, usually our drafts are pretty pretty easy going. It will be a live draft. It will be you know um, it is our, we're going to be on sleeper as well. But we'll do a live draft. And uh, so if you want any information, feel free to email us or you can uh, message us on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, whatever. Uh, but now, because I know we got a boatload of news to jump into. Yeah, a lot of news. So we'll just start it off at the top. Uh, Derek Henry got paid. Paid. Yeah, it. Um, yeah, I, I actually really like the deal. Four-year, $50 million yeah. deal, $25 million guaranteed, makes him the fifth highest paid running back. And what's his age, by the way? Do you know offhand? No, I don't. Okay. Because I don't think it's a it's a very good deal for not only the team, but for him as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, it comes out to like $12.5 million a year, which isn't that bad. No, not bad at all. I, yeah, because when we saw the news, I was waiting for details, and I put yeah. a guess out there of $15 million a year. So Yeah, a little less than what we were thinking, but... I mean, he's... He's like if when you think about it, he's probably the most important running back to any team in the league per what they want to do. Mm-hmm. But he's also not as involved as like a like in the passing game and everything. Right. So right. I understand. I'm actually kind of surprised. Uh, I don't know. It's hard. I understand a running back when they get that kind of money wanting to take it. Yeah, I don't blame him. I think it's a great contract. Yeah. So we don't. Uh, next is we don't talk a lot about a lot of defensive players, but really important ones. We'll bring up Miles Garrett signed 
a mm-hmm. five-year extension for 125 million, mm-hmm. making him the highest-paid defensive player. And that's coming off of all that crap that happened last year. Yeah, yeah, well, he's, he's, he's clear to go. He's so he's not yeah, suspended. He's, this yeah, he's okay. reinstated. Perfect. The uh, Dak Prescott. There were a couple players who didn't sign a deal that were on the franchise tag. Dak Prescott was one of them. Mm-hmm. So that means if you didn't sign a deal, you can't until the off season. Yep. So it's gonna they kind of blew that. Off-season. I heard they turn. I heard he turned down a hundred million dollars, which it's not. I mean, after what Patrick Mahomes just got. Yeah, when you're a quarterback, you can do that. Yeah. You have more leverage than any other player in the league. Yeah. So AJ Green didn't sign a tag either. I mean, a deal. His tag's worth seventeen point eight million, fourth highest paid wide receiver this year. That's tough. Yeah, I don't know what he wants to do. If he wants to stance, maybe see what Joe Burrow's like. Because there have been a ton of trade rumors with yeah. him and everything. I, yeah. I don't know. We keep hearing trade rumors like crazy. We've I've even heard, I don't know if you heard the same thing, but he might not play at all this year. Yeah. Uh, depending on if he's not if he doesn't like what he sees in training camp with Burroughs and just sit out and come back the following year. Yeah, on I've, a new ri- team. I, I've risen on him a little bit for redraft just because I feel like he is healthy now. Mm-hmm. So, it, I mean, it is a rookie quarterback, but, yeah, I don't know what A.J. Green wants to do. Uh, Hunter Henry also didn't sign a deal. He's on the franchise tag this year. Yep. His tags were $10.6 highest paid tight end, which I, for some reason I thought he signed a deal earlier in the offseason. I don't know why. Yeah. I guess I just got the franchise tag mixed up, but. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Couple pieces of Eagles news. It looks like Al- it's it would be a surprise if he's not on the PUP list, and that mean mm. he misses the first six weeks. But mm. they brought back Jason Peters to play guard to help replace Brandon Brooks. Yeah, Brandon Brooks, which I think is a that's big a, deal because yeah, when I heard deal. that news, we kind of talked about it in the quarterback episode. That's when mm-hmm. it broke. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me lower Carson Wentz a little bit, but having him back reassures me. Kelvin Harmon for Washington. He is a rookie last year. He tore his ACL. He's out the entire 2020 season. That's more of a piece of dynasty news. Yeah, dynasty news. But um, he showed a little bit. He was a pretty late-round draft pick last year. Mm-hmm. But uh, rookie Jeff Okuda signed his rookie deal for Detroit. I'll bring that one up for Carlos. Yeah, Carlos, there you go, buddy. The uh, Antonio Brown, I hear he is not close with the Seahawks. Yeah, so, yeah I've heard the same thing. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, the, uh, I would like to see that not happen. <laughs> The uh, Titans, I heard they've been monitoring Jadavion Clowney a lot. So that w- that could be really cool for the Titans. Bring him in. Yeah. I've been surprised he hasn't. I'm surprised he's not signed somewhere. Yeah, it's, it was crazy. I don't know what he's looking for, but yeah. I thought he was going to go back to Seattle. And then a lot of league news. Just um, no fans in some stadiums. Mm-hmm. Eagles, the Packers. And I kind of just think there should be no stands. I mean... Yeah, I mean, you know, that's just what baseball my, seems I've, to be doing. Hockey seems to be doing it that way. Yeah, I've heard there's, there's, some, not. there's some teams that are doing like 20, 25% capacity. But just why, though? I yeah, mean, exactly. I'm sure you're still going to get the money in the TV rights. So. Yeah, several GMs expect camp delays. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, NFL wants player COVID opt-outs by August 1st. Which so that's they don't want to play? Yeah. Which okay. I have heard a, a, most of the players I see on like social media play. and everything, yeah, they want to play. But there play. has been, especially today, I saw a lot on Twitter. Players, they they really want to play, but they're making their opinions known to the NFL that yeah. they need to step up and listen to the experts. They want to play, but they want to be safe, Yeah, which is smart. The, uh, the preseason now, what I'm hearing is it's been cut to two games, but now it's probably going to be one game. Yep. Which also don't care. And no, I don't care at all. All the Washington news. Ooh, uh, please. 
15 allegations of sexual harassment under How Dan re- Snyder's leadership. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And they're officially changing the name. Haven't mm-hmm. picked a name yet. But yeah. it, it's gross. Some of the reports out of Washington. Yeah, like man. Pimping th- out their cheerleaders, taking their passports so they couldn't leave. Like It kind of makes you wonder. He um, needs to be gone. Yeah. Dan it, Snyder. Yeah, it kind of definitely makes you wonder what's going on there. Um, but, yeah, it's just really sad to hear. That's never a good thing. No. Never an advocate for that kind of stuff. It's no. just intolerable. And it just also brings back to just the NFL again yep. having issues with women. <laughs> yeah. So um, maybe a little bit different than the abuse stuff we've seen in the past, but this is still abuse. It's just more. Yeah, you know, I mean, having so. them wear sexually appealing outfits to get deals done. Yeah, it's just stuff not like okay. that. Just sexual not okay. comments around the workplace. Yeah, I mean. So let's F- hope 15s. I mean, that's it's not small. that's not an accident. That's yeah. not a one time thing. Yeah, that's not a one and done. That's a that's a consistent thing. And I didn't years. see Dan Snyder implicated personally, but under his leadership, you're how in charge, long man. It was going on. You hired these people yep. and they stayed there for a long time and weren't fired until a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, I mean, that's hard to <laughs> hard to argue there. So I'd like to see a, some changes there. Um, perfect. So lots of news, lots of news. Um, definitely let us know what you guys think that, uh, you know, what should Washington change their name to? We've heard Renegades is something that's been out yeah, there. Yeah, most of the ones I've seen I don't like. I've not been a huge fan. Uh, the Red Tails. Yeah, um, I don't. It was. It's more of a historical uh, yeah, thing. Yeah, I get it, but yeah. I don't know. Just Kansas City Chiefs, Atlanta Braves, Cleveland Indians. Yeah. You're next. Yeah. And others. Yeah. Seminoles down in the college world. But uh yeah, just let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Um there's been some really interesting ones and maybe they'll have something that's not too crazy. So I have no idea, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> All I'm thinking of the only idea that I have is are they gonna do a full rebrand or not? <laughs> that's the question. Like it's, are they gonna try and keep keep the same color schemes? Yeah, that's... I, so then something like the Red Tails, the I Renegades kind of yeah, makes sense. I think they might as well, because, yeah. Or should they just, like, completely revamp? And with the cases that just came out, it might be time to just, you know what? Let's start fresh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they... Let's I mean, just... Even if, even if let's you're not talking this about... Whole thing. Yeah, even if you're not talking about the off-field issues, the yeah. on-field <laughs> needs a restart. Yeah. <laughs> it's just The whole team needs to re- restart. It's been a black just, hole for years. Yeah, let's just hit the reset button. Um, all right. Well, we're going to jump into air it out. So we got a great question that came in this week. Um, something that, uh, we've been having to ponder on and it's a great, it's, it's a solid question. So this question comes from Carlos, which we both know he's something else, uh, (laughs) to say the least. So it says with Gronk in Tampa now, how do you see OJ Howard's future unfold? What are some other teams looking for young tight end talent? Tight ends usually start coming into their own at three years or so. Let me know your thoughts. So, OJ Howard in Tampa, what do you what do you got for us, James? It's tough. It's tough because yeah. I I understand Brady wanting Gronk, but if you look at last year, because there were a lot there was a lot of hype for OJ Howard, but mm-hmm. if you were thinking like Bruce Arians never used a tight end, and yeah. he didn't last year, and I, I mean, I love the O.J. Howard's talent. He's had plenty of flashes on the field. But 
I think he's only a dynasty asset right now. Yeah. He's still, I mean, they picked up his fifth year option, so he's still under contract for next year. But there have been tons of trade rumors around him the past year. Mm -hmm. So maybe he leaves. But I don't think Gronk is long for the NFL. Yeah. But neither is Brady. So, I mean, you know, how I look at this is Gronk coming back is almost like a safety blanket maybe for, for Brady. I don't see Gronk out snapping some of these other tight ends because they still have Cameron Brait there too. So, but I I can't see him being on the field, you know, 80, 90% of the snaps. And even then, the last time he played a full season was, I don't know, his rookie year, maybe. (laughs) It's been so long. It's been a long time. (laughs) It's been so long. He usually plays eight or nine games. Um, And in in those eight or nine games, he's incredible. But I just don't know. I don't know. I'm not I'm not as worried about Gronkowski as I am more of coaching. Yeah, the offense. Just the offense style in general. You also have excellent wide receivers. You got some decent running backs. Yeah, they have I mean, I have heard more and more news this offseason about them wanting to go more twelve personnel, but Right. You're still having t- the t- two of the best wide receivers on the field yeah. plus Gronk in that situation. So Yeah. Yeah, and Brady's going to go to who Brady trusts. You have to assume Bra- he'll I mean, spread the ball. Though. Yeah, he will. Uh, I mean, this is going to be the first time we're ever going to see Brady though with this much talent at once. Yeah, it's been a like, long time. I mean, he's got two excellent wide receivers. He's honestly got three very valuable tight ends that can pass. Two of them that can kind of block, um, and then and again, one of them's Gronk. You know, so I mean, he's got he's got help, and so it's going to be interesting to kind of see because he's used to doing this with a one other guy, and that was, you know, Julian Edelman. <laughs> so for for quite a while, so we'll we'll have to kind of see what what he does. Um, if there is a trade, if they are looking to trade, where do you think would be a good fit? I like, think we, I mean, we brought it up with like David and Joku, like yeah, the same landing same spots, landing spots, like yeah, Texans, Washington, Cincinnati. Yep. That's what I was thinking too. Th- this year he's still cheap, but next year I think he's his fifth year options like around six million dollars or something. So that I mean, it's not that's still not that expensive, because yeah. I mean he was drafted to be an elite tight end. He was drafted yeah. early, and he has a, everything. He has the package to do it. Yeah, I just think it's the underutilization. It's the same thing that we've said with David and Joku in Cleveland. I mean, but he has also shown inconsistency on the field. He has mm-hmm. had some drop issues and stuff like that, not mm-hmm. picking up assignments. So it, it's a little a bit of both. A little bit but of I do think it's more just the offense and the situation he's in. Yeah. So there you go. Um, do you plan on drafting him this year at all? No. That, no. Yeah, that's why I kind of said this is like a dynasty question. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, it is kind of a dynasty. I don't see him being very relevant in redraft um, unless somehow someone got hurt. Yeah, because the chances are Gronk's going to go down. If Gronk does go down, maybe. But we saw last year the same situation without Gronk, and nothing happened. So right. And the other thing too is, I'll never hold two tight ends in a redraft league. No. (laughs) So no one holds a second tight end. You know, as very very rare. They're handcuffed. Yeah. No. Yeah. You you don't handcuff running back. You don't handcuff handcuff a tight end. So so don't go and draft Gronk and then OJ. Um, even if you're doing a tight end and a flex, like I've seen in years past where people draft two tight ends, if you can, I still don't even see that being yeah, the way I would no. play that. Cause those usually aren't on the same team. <laughs> That's true too. That's a valid point. <laughs> 
So there you go, Carlos. If you don't like our answer, um, you know, too bad. That's just how we feel. Uh, uh, yeah. Thanks for thanks. hanging up. Yeah. Thanks for yeah. <laughs> he did. He did on the on the question says, okay, I'll hang up and listen now. So that was really funny. He is uh he's a character, um, and we love him to death. So, all right, man. I think we're ready, dude. You ready to jump into this mock? Yeah, I'm. I'm excited. All right. So just to keep in mind again, we're doing a 12 team league. It's 15 rounds. Um, we're doing your typical one quarterback, two running back, two wide receiver, a tight end, a flex kicker defense. Um, you know, in our dynasty, for instance, we got rid of kickers. Uh, some some redraft leagues are kind of moving that way and maybe adding a super flex. We're doing very traditional today. Yeah. So yeah, just for a mock. Yeah. Yeah, just for the mock, we're gonna keep it traditional. Um, so rounds fourteen and fifteen, we might just kind of fly by because we both typically don't go for kickers and defenses too often no yeah if usually if i don't have to i don't draft a defense or uh, or i mean a kicker. i might draft a defense i typically don't ever draft kickers so um all right man let's go ahead so again we're going to be on the sleeper act and let's jump in so first person off the board Ooh, i'm actually saquon went first yeah i'm not i'm i'm not too worried about who went off the board first though Saquon going first, Christian McCaffrey. They, I've seen him flip flops yeah. multiple times, um, but I was pretty positive those are going to be the first two. Yeah, off the board the, anyway. yeah, those. <laughs> it is. I think you could add Zeke in there, but it's definitely I think the big two. Yeah, that's the big two. So I'm sitting at three, mm-hmm. and I mean I'll, I'll just take Zeke. I have to take Zeke. Just guaranteed volume, stunning year in year out, nothing to worry about. Yeah, are you able to pick your players? Nope. Oh, well, that's just chunky. Yeah. Um, first few rounds, typically uh, pretty standard stuff. So looks like so uh, um, Zeke went. Then Derek Henry. Then Dalvin Cook, Cook. Michael, Michael Thomas, Thomas. Alvin Kamara. Josh Jacobs. Early. So. A little early, but that's not too bad. So I'm sitting at nine. And so... You think this, running back here or wide receiver? Because so this that's, is about the that's point about of, the time yeah. where you start kind of looking. You know, Michael Thomas is also going to be always the first one off the board. Um, you know, I've got Joe Mixon, Nick Chubb. You know, I'm a huge Nick Chubb fan this year. Uh, you got Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill. Um, this is way early for Tyreek Hill, but do I think Devontae Adams here? I don't think so. I think I'm still going to go running yeah, I back. Would, I would still go running um, back. Sure. Yeah, and I'm not. And you're. I mean, you're not that far away from the turn. So you could probably look ahead and see maybe eye someone. Right, for sure. So I'm not too worried about it. I'm going Nick Chubb. Um, I do like Nick Chubb this year a little bit more than Joe Mixon. Some people disagree. Totally fine. I do. I know you do. <laughs> um, so Devontae Adams followed him with Patrick Mahomes going. Uh, wow, at the 112. Then Tyree. Tyree Kill, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Sanders. Yep. So back to me. So couple wide receivers, another two running backs went. Yeah, so this is where you could start kind of looking into, you know, how are you going to play your draft? You, you know, one thing that you talk about, know the people you're drafting with if you can. So um, we're drafting with some computers today. Don't know, don't know them very well. But uh, <laughs> um, to me, I, I like, you know, you got Julio Jones here. You got Aaron Jones, Kenyon Drake, um, Lamar Jackson. People start looking at Travis Kelsey around this time. I don't typically take a tight end early, and I definitely don't take a quarterback early. 
Yeah, I I know who my pick would be here, but who would you go here? I'm just out of curiosity. Who would you it go would with? be Aaron Jones? So that's what I'm thinking. I, too, I love running back. Or if I can get two stud running backs, in my first two picks. Yeah, because I can always go late. A ton, like like we brought up. There's a ton of great wide receivers going late. Yeah, I I'm really not too worried about it. I always like being able to have the opportunity to have two stud running backs if possible, because the running back drop off just literally drops off a cliff once you get too late. So, uh, really stinks. And it looks like James has got a little upset there because it looks like Travis or Julio Jones went next, Travis Kelsey, Lamar Jackson, Kenyon Drake, Austin Eckler at the two nine. So who got who you? It was Drake. It was Drake. I was hoping yeah. he he's kind of like one of the last elite running backs I see at the top tier, and he went two picks before me. That's yeah, that's how it. That's how it goes. If though. I would have went wide receiver, the one that went that I liked was Julio. Mm-hmm. But now I'm looking at it's pretty much wide receivers now for me because mm-hmm. I think there's a steep tier break with the next running backs like James Conner, Melvin Gordon, Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. The wide receivers that interest me, Chris Godwin mm-hmm. and Kenny Galladay. Yeah, I like both of them. So Mike Evans, you're not even going to put in the same category? No. Yeah. I would always this year. I always take Chris Godwin over. Yeah, Mike I, Evans. I, I agree with you. And because they're going very similar still. Yeah. Me and Caleb were pretty close to the ends. So like him, I can maybe eye someone that's coming back for me. And I definitely think I'm going wide receiver here. And this doesn't match my rankings, but I'm going Kenny Galladay. I I just love Kenny Galladay. So Kenny Galladay off I, the board. I do think he has a chance to be like a num- like number one, top three, top five if Stafford stays healthy. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think he could really come out this year. Because there be crazy. is some uncertainty with godwin with uh brady coming in yeah so godwin goes next mike evans back to back guys i'm gonna be real with you that's a little ridiculous um they shouldn't be going back to back uh, yeah george kittle goes next third round that's actually a little late for kittle I yeah feel like. kittle got back to me here i think i might have probably taken him yeah i don't i don't mind george taking george kittle in the third round that's not bad because typically he's going in the second yeah him james, and kelsey are usually going really close together yeah james connor though is he's, he's been rising up a lot of boards i've seen yeah so james connor goes next at the three two um i'm not comfortable with that pick there there's some other running backs i'd rather take over him but you don't have to worry about that because it's back to you and that terrible play are those players are already gone. Yeah, so I have a running back and a wide receiver. Yep. Derrick Henry, and Kenny Galladay. It's gonna be a long time to my next pick. Yep. And there's a couple like I brought up the running backs last time. Chris Carson, Le'Veon Bell. I mm-hmm. both of those interest me. Yeah. What about Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon at this time? No, not I, so much. I, I I like Chris Carson and Bell more. Mm-hmm. I think they're more guaranteed. And I'm I'm gonna take Carson for the upside because he was RB1 last year with missing time, getting off the field at sometimes, and there's nobody there. So I'll take Carson. I like Carson. Yeah, that's a good pick. And looks like a little bit of a running back run there because Le'Veon Bell, Leonard Fournette goes next. Yeah. Cooper Cup. Wow. Cooper Cup now in the third round, 3 6. Adam Thielen, 3 7. David Johnson off the board now, too. So back to me where I'm back to back running backs. And this is where you kind of play some of the, the game, you yeah. know? Yeah. I it it all depends. Last year in a redraft league, I went running back, running back, running back, mm-hmm. and this year I've kind of brought it up with all the great wide receivers in the back. I mean this this looks like a great year to play out that strategy. Yeah, and if I, I was you, I I, I think I'm going I'm to looking at yeah, I like because I like Clyde Edwards Hilaire right here. Clyde has my third running back. I like. Yeah, I mean that's an excellent 
So um, I, I've actually been, to take I've actually been thinking about Clyde a lot this past week. If if Clyde, when do you think he's like at most? What's the longest time you think it's going to take him to take over? Because I, I don't think, think it's going to take him. I think of game one, man. <laughs> really? Because I think yeah. at most four to six weeks. But I think there is a chance like week two, week three, he's yeah. the starter. And if that is the case, I think him late third as your third running back. Because once he gets in there, I, there, there's no reason why he can't be a top 10 running back. So I'm I'm really thinking he's going to take over quicker than that. Um, I, I would be surprised. You draft him as a first round running back. I expect any first round player to play. Yeah, it's, it's but, just that simple. Um, the the talent he has is still is better than Damian Williams. I I think he'll come in, but you do you know if you are looking at you know you have Melvin Gordon here, there's Mark Ingram here, Devin Singletary's here, and if you are wanting to go with a wide receiver, there is Amari Cooper. Yeah, yeah, you know, Mar- now, Amari Cooper's fallen. I, I would say now looking at the draft board, the picks behind me, you know, it looks like they've got running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, quarterback, wide receiver. Is there a chance that maybe Amari Cooper could get back to me? Seems a little unlikely, but we'll have to kind of wait and see what happens because I yeah, do I mean, think I'm going to take a ton Clyde. Of other wide receivers too. Yeah, I, yeah. I like the class. Let's pick let's see what happens. I'll just go running back heavy up front. And, and this is why you do mock drafts. This is why you do mock drafts. Test out stuff. All right, boom. Devin Singletary goes next. Amari Cooper, yeah, went. Cooper went. So it looks like team three is going wide receiver heavy up front. Yeah, Andrews, last pick of the third round. That He's shooting up. He's shooting up too. A.J. Brown goes at the turn. Gordon, Ingram, now it's back to me. And I do think you are forced into a wide receiver here, though. I don't think you can go. <laughs> no, I don't back, think I can go back, running back. back yeah, back. four rounds of running backs is ridiculous, even though there's – Todd Gurley here. So if yeah, I would have like, taken like, Amari Cooper, I could have had a Todd Gurley, yeah, there's a David still two Montgomery. Backs up here that I really like. Yeah. So this is, again, why you mock. Maybe that pick is coming back to kind of bite me a bit because I would probably rather have Amari Cooper and David Brown. Montgomery yeah. or an AJ Ground and David Montgomery than maybe a Clyde Edward Hilaire and a DK Metcalf or a Calvin Ridley. Yeah. There's still but other wide receivers. I think I'm going to go with Allen Robinson here. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't. I don't hate that at all. I'm I like, not. I like Robinson. He, I think he's a stable guy as your number one. Yeah, and I mean, what's what's what is a little crazy is I'm not a huge fan of Chicago's offense right now, but Allen Robinson still can be a very very good high end wide receiver, and he's in my top twelve still. So getting the top twelve wide receiver in the fourth isn't isn't bad. But so yeah, there was a pretty big wide receiver run. Wide receiver DK run. went. Ty went. Went. Calvin Ridley went. Juju went. And then Todd Gurley. How how and do you feel about the, Juju going at four eight? I don't mind it. I really don't. Man, that's sad though, because he used to be like a top two round pick. Todd Gurley goes at four nine. So, and there are still uh, none of the players that I was eyeing went off the board, and ooh. now I have a tough decision because there are still a lot of wide receivers I really like. I have two running backs, one wide receiver. But I do like David Montgomery. Yeah. And maybe he can get back to me. So You gonna try and chance it? I think I am because I don't want to miss I'm out. gonna be real with you, dude. There's no way it's gonna happen. Probably not. Mm-hmm. But if it doesn't, I have two good running backs and I'll just add another good wide receiver. Because there are still a lot of good wide receivers. Mm-hmm. I'm eyeing DJ Moore, DJ Chark, and Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. I love all three of those players. Well, yeah, I don't mind it. You even over Robert Woods, though? Yep. I like DJ Moore, and I do like uh, DJ Chark as well. But I, I would put Robert Woods ahead of Lockett, in my opinion. But 
I'm not La- picking here. Last last year, weeks one through nine, Tyler Lockett, he was a wide receiver three. Well, last he year, was incredible. weeks and 10 through hurt. 17, Robert Woods, yeah. if he would just freaking get in the end zone, would be a monster wide receiver one probably. And you all know how I feel about DK Metcalf. It's not. <laughs> well, he's he went off the board, though, didn't exactly. he? Exactly. I'm not yeah. worried about him for Lockett. So, yeah. yeah. I think I'm going DJ Moore. He's my highest ranked guy, and I love his potential this year with a better quarterback in Carolina. Yeah. DJ Moore is, uh, I think, yeah, I th- I'm, I'm really interested to see what happens this year with him. Uh, so, so Montgomery, went. Montgomery went next, like I thought. Taylor, Jonathan Taylor jumps off the board now at the turn at 412. Robert Woods at 5-1. And then Zach Ertz at 5-2. So we've got, what was that? Three tight ends now, four tight ends off the board. So I think we hit another running back tier break off with Montgomery, the last one. So I am looking at wide receivers again. Mm-hmm. And I just realized Odell is still on the board. Yeah. Yeah, he is. That is very interesting to me. And I think I have to take Odell. Damn. So I was really hoping that he was going to sneak back to me. Yeah. I, I don't know why. I guess when I saw Juju, I thought he already went because I always see them going back to back. But yeah, I'm taking Odell. That's such a great pick. I have Odell in my top twelve. Um, I think I have been growing on him a lot more. I and think Lockett with, went next pick. Yeah, I think Odell is really going to come back to form this year. I, I'm really, really hoping. Um, just with the new offense that they're going to be running out there, it's really going to fit his scheme a lot better. Yeah, and I am glad I went wide receiver because I know, there was all those guys that I was eyeing. Lockett went. Lockett DJ, went. DJ Chark went. Yep. Keenan Allen, Terry McLaurin. And then Kyla Murray. Yeah, Kyla Murray. So we've got our third running our third, third quarterback, quarterback off, off the board. board. Um and Kyler, if, Kyler mid-fifth isn't terrible, but still wouldn't, still, I still wouldn't I still go still with wouldn't it. it. The thing is, if you notice the trend there, there are people, these are quarterbacks that can that can pass and run. So yep. you're, you these quarterbacks are gonna go very, very high. Um I've always been a proponent of not taking a quarterback. So you have one wide receiver. So, yeah, I kind of have to, you know, that when you go running back heavy, you kind of don't have much of a, um, you kind of have to now take a wide receiver here. Um, Yeah, but I'd rather be forced taking wide receivers later than running backs. True, true. So, you know, you can see Darren Waller's out there. I mean, Russell Wilson, Dak, uh, Dak Prescott are both here. I don't plan on taking a quarterback. Um, but so we got AJ Green. Okay, so we got yeah, AJ Green, Stephon Diggs, Marquise Brown. Uh, Debo's out right now, um, but it looks like he, there's a chance that he might be back. It's getting yeah, it's so, getting thin a wide receiver, but there's still a couple guys. So that I really like I Diggs. I don't hate here. I really like Diggs here. I I'm contemplating AJ Green. The only thing is, is I just don't know what the plan is for his yeah. future. And I know this is redraft, but still. You know, are they gonna are they gonna even let well, AJ Green? It's a Green... rookie quarterback at the end of the day. So, yeah, and that's just risky business. Yeah. So, but then you know, Josh Allen, he's got a big arm. So I'm gonna go with Stephon Diggs here. And and in like retrospect, it. I mean, I'm not too upset. Allen Robinson, Stephon Diggs, these are guys got really good upsides. Yeah, it's funny. Last year I went RB RB RB, and Stephon Diggs was one of my wide receivers. I think this is like exactly where I took him. Mm. Oh. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love where I'm going now. Very easy pick. So it looks like Russell Wilson went right after me. Uh, 
AJ Green, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, at the I turn. was. I've been loving him this off season, and I was hoping he'd, somehow he'd get back. He, him, yeah, he no chance. Marquise Brown at the at six one. Deshaun Watson now at six two. Um, I mean, now we're at five quarterbacks off the board, and then Devontae Parker. Um, I'm yeah. not even hesitating here, man. I think you're going to be not very surprised. Um, with where? Well, hold up. Never mind. Let's go back. Let me go back to this. You might. I want to make sure I'm not going to miss something. Please so, hold. Yeah, please hold. Because <laughs> I'm. I want to go back and look at the running backs that are available just in case. So we got Kareem Hunt out there, Marlon Max out there, Damian Williams. Nope, I still like my pick. Um, going Brandon Cooks. Okay. Yeah, I like that pick. Yeah, Brandon Cooks. Um, as my third wide receiver, um, most likely will be a flex option for me. So now I've got, and just to reiterate my team now, so I got Nick Chubb, Aaron Jones, Clyde Edwards, Alaire, Allen Robinson, Stephon Diggs, Brandon Cooks. I'm really liking the shaping of this team right yep. now, and that's even after going running back heavy at the beginning. And I like all the, I mean, I don't like all the, so no, no one that I would have really liked went off the board. DeAndre, yeah, DeAndre Swift, Swift, Dak Prescott, Darren Waller, Darius Geis, Cream Hunt. So Darius I, Geis at the six eight though, coming off an injury like that. Yeah, I don't know what. I don't know why he's so high. Yeah, I don't either. I I would rather take the bet on Antonio Gibson. Yeah, me too. Me too. So I, I have a pretty balanced team: three wide receivers, two running backs. Yep. So I could pretty much do anything I want here. Yeah, and there's a couple. There's a couple running backs that I, I'm looking at. A couple wide receivers I'm looking at. What are you thinking? I'm quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Cam Akers interesting to me here. It mm-hmm. might be a little early, but there's not a lot of running backs I like. There's like Marlon Mack, Damian Williams, mm-hmm. who I don't know how much I can get out of them. Yeah. Wide receivers, there's not a lot of upside either. Sutton, Jarvis Landry, Michael Gallup, Julian Edelman. This Would you be looking th- at maybe a tight end here? Evan Ingram's there. I know you've been a huge fan yeah. of Evan Ingram. Just because there's only been a couple gone off the board, I could probably wait for my Get next pick sec- since it's close. Yeah, and see who comes back because there are still a lot. Well, of look tight at your I two. Like. Look at the two teams in front of you. They both took tight ends. Okay, so sweet. So you should be able to get if you wanted to wait and maybe get Evan yeah. Ingram on the back end. Because yeah, at the back. end of the day, I'd be fine taking a tight end with like one of my last picks if I had to. Yeah, me too. So Debo is interesting, but not here, not yet. I've heard he's probably going to miss around three games is yeah. people's best guess. So that's not a lot, but if you're trying to get up to a good start, that could be an pe- impediment. Well, and you only have two. No, you have three wide receivers. So if you needed to wait, yeah, you could wait. Yeah. Running backs are getting really thin, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. It happens quick. But, and for that reason, I'm taking Cam Akers. Cam Akers. I'll take the upside shot. Yeah, it's not a bad pick here. Um, I I have him in my dynasty league, yep. and I'm kind of getting more and more excited. Yeah, I have Zeke, who's just I don't have to worry about him at all. Carson, the only thing I have to worry about is injury. So, yeah, uh, it looks like Debo went next. Michael Gallup went next. Two quarterbacks. Two quarterbacks back to back. Rogers and Matt Ryan. Rogers. It has to be name value. Name it has value. to be. Well, I mean, Matt Ryan, I expect him to have his comeback season this year. So, like we were saying, I I, I do think I'm going to take Evan Ingram here. 
Yeah, take I mean, the he made off the board. And this is what we're talking about earlier, guys. N- pay attention to who you're drafting with and then everybody else's team. The reason he was able to do something like that is... Because the Cam, they Cam took, Makers, there was a good chance he was going to be gone. There was a great chance he was going to be gone. But the two teams in, in front of him that were drafting both already have tight ends. Typically, most people don't draft two tight ends. All right, so let's see what we got here. So I'm I'm split a lot of, three yeah, a lot three, of so. running backs, which none of them really. Yeah, so Ronald Marlon Jones, Mack, David, uh, Damian Williams, Carryon Johnson, uh, Ronald Jones, Jarvis Landry all went. I I do like that value for Jarvis Landry though. If he's yeah. like your third or fourth wide receiver, that's not bad at all. How do you feel though with DeAndre Swift now going almost a full? It is a full round pick ahead of carry on johnson i would take that if it's if it's around difference but they're still both too early for me so. but yeah i i, I feel I, like they almost equal each other out this early i mean yeah i've loved carry on but i just don't know i don't know if he can stay healthy and if they're splitting the work i mean they're both pretty much off my draft boards but so i do there are a couple of running backs um that i still like that are on the board um but i think i'm gonna be able to wait and get them in, in the next round or so um, here, I think it's going to be pretty. I'm going to be pretty comfortable taking the possible upside yeah, out in Denver. Yeah, you're, you have an even team: three wide receivers, three running backs. So I'm going to go with Cortland Sutton here. Okay, I um, don't hate it. I mean, especially as your fourth wide receiver. Nah, man. I mean, come on. I've got I've got four wide receivers that I am really stoked about to, to really have on my team. So uh, Gronk. So Gronk. Yeah, Gronk went at seven ten. Uh. Looks like Julian Edelman right after him. James, James White, White which, Sony Michelle. Do you have any interest in James White this year? Not at all. Yeah, me neither. I think his value came from Brady yeah. and the offense not having as many weapons. Uh, Tevin Coleman, Will Fuller, both of them. I'm not. Yeah, Sony. In. I don't mind here. Sony, I think would have been a good pick here. So so back to me. You got Drew Brees. Some teams start looking at quarterbacks around now. Yeah, Not Brees this is guy. actually really. I have him as my third wide, my third ranked quarterback this That's year. That's great. Yeah, I've got Josh Allen very high, there. but I'm still not taking him, um, because I know that the the other players that are here will not get back to me whatsoever, and I can still get a good quarterback. Yeah, I'll be a nice guy because we're doing this for you guys. Mm-hmm. My pick here would be Jordan Howard. So I, that's, I think he's like the last stable running back. So on the I board. was looking at Jordan Howard or J.K. Dobbins. And so the reason I like Jordan Howard, he seems to be the starter in Miami. Yep. So if you can get a starting running back this late in the draft, dude, go for it. But I do like the value in what J.K. Dobbins can also bring to Baltimore. And we know that Baltimore will run the ball. And we've seen what a Mark Ingram and and Alvin Kamara have been able to do together. And I feel that JK has very similar abilities to an Alvin Kamara. So yeah, it is a really hard choice there. Yeah. My, yeah. My pick would be Howard though. I'll just take the bet on, cause I mean, there's a chance he sees 250 attempts this year. Yeah, but he can't catch the ball. And then we are doing half point, which we forgot to mention earlier. So we are doing a half point PPR. Um, this one's tough for me. So no tight ends interest you here? Hunter Henry's here. Um, not really. No. Man, this one's this is really difficult for me. I'll go Jordan. Uh, I'll go Jordan Howard too. 
No, I'm going to go JK. Okay. Just to make you mad. Uh, Tyler Boyd well, went next. Howard gets back to me. No, nope. he didn't. Howard went at 8-6. Matt Breida. Oh, my Deontay went, Johnson. Yeah, that was going to... Yeah. That was oh. my backup pick. That sucks. Drew Brees went at 8-9. Uh. So I'm in a pickle. I have a tight end, so that's nothing I have to worry about for the rest of the draft. Yep. There's really not a lot alike here. So quarterback is interesting to me here. Yeah, Josh Allen you have here, Carson Wentz, Tom Brady. <sighs> Running backs are getting really thin. Yeah, they're all backups. And if I had Dalvin Cook, I would have taken Alexander Madison already. I'll bring that up. Mm-hmm. But I just I think there's either going to be a deal done or it's not going to last long with Mad- Madison as the starter. I just realized, man... Team Team Five needs some wide receiver help really bad. <laughs> They've got five running backs. <laughs> oh, dude, Team Team Four. <laughs> that's one tight end or one running back or wide receiver. The computers are really smart. Yeah, these guys are dumb. I mean, Mar Marvin Jones is a little interesting to me, but I have Kenny Galladay. Yeah, and I'll never want to start both. So are you? Yeah, are you ever? Are, so you're a proponent of never drafting two wide receivers from the same team? I just don't think. Mo- Marvin Jones is going to be stable enough or good enough to be a consistent starter for me. Yeah, I mean, you're talking like a Robert there Woods, Cooper teams, Cup, maybe. Yeah. I would, I would, yeah. Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Eh. That, yeah, that's a little closer <laughs> to Kenny Galladay. But yeah, Cooper, Cup, and Woods. Because usually every year there's one or two teams that both of them have top 20, two top 20 wide receivers. Yeah. I it's just, just not happening. It's not super it. common. This is tough, bro. This is tough. I feel like I've been taking way too long. So I That's fine. I'll give you the I'll give you the minute clock. Boom. Make your pick, bro. Thank you. So at this point of the draft, you can reach. You can go grab whoever you want. Take your player. Take your player. That doesn't really matter. So I'm going pretty far down the board. Oof. And because I don't I still only have three running backs, but there's not that many, so I'll just wait. Taking a wide receiver. Rookie Jerry Judy. Wow, he did go way far down the board. There's just, I feel like he offers way more upside than any of the wide receivers above him. So Michael Harbin went next, Marvin Jones, yeah. Darius Slayton, though, CD Lamb. I mean, I thought. You want Michael Harbin or Jerry Judy? Well, I would, I would have taken Darius Slayton and maybe hoped that Jerry Judy would have got back to me. Yeah. But that would have just been me. So here. I think I am going to go quarterback here. Ninth so ninth round, round ninth round. There's still is quite where a we few start. quarterbacks, but I'm going to pick my favorite this year. And since I have Kenny Galladay anyway, I'm taking Matthew Stafford for the stack. Okay. Um, I, I I am all. I think Kenny Galladay and Matthew Stafford are going to be the the value stack. The yeah. best quarterback wide receiver value you can get in the quarter in the draft because I do love stacking. It's more of like a DFS thing. Don't force it. But right. if it happens, it's fun. Yeah, it does make it a little bit more interesting for your team when you're able to do the stack. Double touchdowns. Just make sure you pick the right quarterback to do your stack with. So Josh Allen went the very next pick. Then Alexander Madison, Tom, Tom Brady, Brady, Hunter Henry, Philip Phil Lindsay. And there are still a lot of tight ends I like. Yeah, let's see. Where am I going to go? So, 
We've got Carson Wentz is out there if you're looking quarterback still. Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Latavius Murray. Defense is as sad as this is, start creeping in. Um, for some people. For some people, not for us. Second to last pick. Tyler Higby's here. Tyler Higby yeah, right I like, now. That's what I was saying. There are still a lot of tight ends I um, like. But I would do, not be Tyler a terrible. Because at this at the end of the day, too, I've got my running backs that I want. So Kayshawn Vaughn's here. Wouldn't have been a bad pick if I needed a running back. Yeah, I don't hate it. Christian Kirk's here if I need another depth play at wide receiver. He did have a pretty good season last year, but now it's a little flooded as far as wide receivers go with um, out there with the Cardinals. So uh, Daniel Jones. I kind of feel like I have to, I don't really have to, but I kind of feel like tight end is going to be where I want to go. Yeah, I, if I were you, if I were you, I'd, Higby's my would Yeah, be my I think I'm going to go with Tyler game. Higby. Um, cause they got Hayden Hurst and yeah, they're back to back in my rankings and he got him two rounds later than I got Evan Ingram. And I do think they have similar upside. Well, and I still think that I can get, you know, a quarterback later. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, so yeah, there even still a, right there, the Carson Wentz went next at nine ten. but you still so, have Daniel Jones, Ben Roethlisberger, Kirk tons, Cousins, tons, Cam Newton. Yeah. Tons of guys. Uh, so Kayshawn Vaughn went at the turn. Jared Kirk Cook, went, yeah, Kirk Christian went right Kirk. before you. Son of a gun. So two guys been, you named. That would have been nice if you would have somehow made it back. Oh man! So like James kind of said earlier, you start. You know, I wouldn't necessarily call them reaches if they're players that you really like. Um, but you you kind of start going for some upside and some talent. Um, you look at some team play. So right now, yeah, you can't really play the ADP game this late because no, it they're so close together, and someone's going to pick their favorites, and that right. might be your guy. Right. Well, I don't really like any running backs. I got my tight end, so I don't need a tight end here. Not a John Brown fan this year. I'm still not going to go quarterback. Oh, did I forget to pause it? Yeah, you did. Oh snap! Well, that's fine. Let me go back. Remove. Oh, yeah, they picked Daniel Jones for me? Mm-hmm. How rude. Um, so I'm still not going to go quarterback here. Um, but what I am thinking is taking a depth play at wide receiver. And I'm curious if you think you know who I'm going to take. Well, I know you have stuff on Dick, so you're not taking John Brown. Nope. Depth piece? It's going to be a depth piece. Maybe not depth on their team, but depth for my team. You got hmm. 10 seconds. Uh, Go Jamison Crowder. Oh, not that crazy. Come on, man. Not going that far down on the list. Jeez, Louise. Piece. Going Henry Ruggs. Uh, he was going way out in the middle of right field. Um, yeah, I just Henry, like Ruggs, Henry Ruggs. I'm not a, I'm not a, a massive fan but at the same time, I think how they're planning on utilizing him out in Oakland, I think he's going to get a ton of receptions, tons of yards, and just kind of see what, what happens. I don't mind taking a shot on a rookie wide receiver out here. Uh, Daryl uh, Henderson goes next. Latavius Murray, Noah Fant, Hayden Hurst. And then our first defense. Oof, second our defense. second defense. Baltimore goes off the list at 10-9. So then we're at James. So, yeah, I don't need a quarterback or a tight end, so I'm running back and wide receivers the rest of the way out. Yep. And I am... Because we never... 
never draft two quarterbacks. <laughs> no. Yeah. You don't do that. Don't go and get the second quarterback just because you need it for a bye week. You just pick them up yeah, on you your bye week. Yeah, in that week. So I'm going pretty far down the board. I am. I don't have a lot of stability at running back. I only have three, actually. So I'll take the upside gamble of Antonio Gibson here. It might okay. be a little early, but... It is a little early for me, um, but it's going to be interesting to kind of see where he lands um, in a lot of redrafts and if he's going to be the starter. Guys, I don't I don't see as much as we were Darius Guys fans coming into yeah, the league. I, love, I don't know uh, if he's going to start. Yeah, he just I just don't They're, think he can stay healthy. And Right. AP's looking at getting dropped right now is what we've been yeah. hearing. They brought in Peyton, Peyton Barber. Barber. Uh, they shipped out Chris Thompson. So And even if he's not the starting running back he could still play he's out in the slot or something he's yeah he's still gonna he, take touches away um so daniel jones buffalo's defense john brown austin hooper go next Ooh, team two decided to do the second tight end route how dare they so i have two people in mind here Ooh, is uh, one th- of them this a wide receiver isn't, this, they're both wide receivers this Ooh. person it, one of them it's this isn't it it's tony pollard i have zeke but i'm not doing it I, I mean, maybe. When was the last time Zeke missed more than one game? Well, that when he got that uh, suspension. Yeah, but, but that's not even an injury. No. I mean, Tony, if Zeke does go down, Pollard would be amazing. I mean, maybe if this was a real draft and we're closer to the season because of the year this is with the coronavirus and everything, that and might Zeke did have me, COVID. But yeah, so maybe not. Yeah. I don't know. We're not doctors. <laughs> right. So the two wide receivers that interest me. One Ooh, of them, Sterling Shepard. No. Ooh, Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson and Justin Jackson. Justin Jefferson. I mean. Oh, Justin Jefferson. Yeah. And okay. Okay. I I think it's got to be Deshaun Jackson for me. He he's only played one game in Philly, but it was awesome. Everything he, if they were going to cut him, if they didn't want him to be part of the team, they would have been. He would have been cut in the off season or last year. Alshon Jeffrey's going to be gone. Jalen Rager. Everything I hear is he's Deshaun. He has to learn Deshaun Jackson's role before he can do anything else. And unless Deshaun Jackson gets hurt, I don't think he's seeing the field. And he has upside. He's still incredibly fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Carson Wentz is a great quarterback. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a good spot uh, to take a shot on on Deshaun Jackson. It, honestly, as long as he can stay healthy, he's relevant. Yep, it doesn't matter. He's never not been relevant as long as he's been healthy. He's just struggled to stay healthy. So if if you can get you know, some huge, I mean, just big upside, big upside at the end of the, um, yeah, the, the, the game, he, he had like a 30 point game and he's played one game with the Eagles. Right. Mike Williams goes next. Baker Mayfield's now off the board. Nikhil Harry. Yeah. I don't, he, I, I saw him when I was scrolling by. Did you see his workout bit, though? No. With, with Cam? They look pretty good, man. Yeah. I am growing on Nikhil Harry. Only I am too, only because Cam Newton's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Nikhil Harry is a great wide receiver, but I had no confidence in him with Jared Stidham. No. Um Patriots defense is gone. Sterling Shepard's gone. Now it's back to me. Let me take yeah, a quick Sterling Shepard here is not bad value, but I don't I think he's a depth piece. I don't see a lot of upside with them. So typically how I like to draft, um, and you know, everybody drafts a little bit different. 
I don't really go for splits all the way through. You know, I don't want, I don't need necessarily equal running backs yeah, to equal no. wide receivers. Yeah, if anything, I try and have more running backs than wide receivers. I don't think my team can this year. Just See, and I feel opposite. I would rather have more wide receivers than running backs. No, yeah, because I can, I can find wide receivers on the waiver wire. I can't find running backs. True, but I mean, I've got four running backs that I really like, and I don't see. Yeah, if see, I'm looking I, at running backs right now, you know, Tyree yeah, Cohen's there. Maybe your um, draft, this mock draft for you, I would agree. But like for me, I only have Derrick Henry and Chris Carson, and the rest are question marks with Cam Akers and Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, the only running back that I even look at that would be even appealing would be Tyree Cohen. So. I yeah. don't think I'm going to go there. Um, Not a fan. So I'm going to be looking at wide receivers as well. And I... Th- oh, man. It's going to be interesting to see. I think I'm going to go with uh, Jamison Crowder here. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what is going to happen uh, this year up in um, for the Jets, for New York, for the Jets. Um, they ended up getting some offensive pieces as far as like the offensive line goes, um, which hopefully will help protect Sam Darnold a little bit to where Sam Darnold can actually be Sam Darnold. Um yeah, if you want to know anything about Jamison Crowder, last year he broke the record for most receptions without having 100 yards receiving. He's he a had PPR 14, machine, 14 dude. catches for 99 yards. Yeah. That's exactly what Jamison Crowder is. He he just gets receptions, and I think he can really be a piece that the Jets were able to Ooh, add. Justin Jefferson went right before you. I know, I was really mad. I was hoping he was going to come back, but he didn't. So it looks like... Um, Steelers went next. Tony Pollard's off the board. Who cares? Sammy Watkins went at the turn. Tariq Cohen. Chargers defense. Justin Jefferson, which I'm a little frustrated about, went right before me. Um, because I do think Justin Jefferson up in Minnesota is Yeah, we only have here. a couple picks left. Positional picks. Yep. This is where you start kind of going off and taking, you know, taking risks. Um, I'm probably going to go quarterback here, uh, just cause I, I unfortunately need one. Yeah. Um, and they're still, and I'm not, uh, yeah. And I'm not even upset with who I'm going to get because I'm going to take the shot. And as long as this dude's healthy, dude, he finished top five, Ben, big Ben, man, as long as he stays healthy, he, he can finish high. And I think, you know, hopefully he comes back. He can be his old self. Big Ben, there might be those, you know, you have the home to road split stuff where he has some issues, but I'm really not worried about him. Just come back, be himself, and then get me some points. Yeah, so not a lot of guys that I have interest in went off the board. Chicago Bears defense, Chase Edmonds, mm-hmm. Boston Scott, Golden mm-hmm. Tate, Mike mm-hmm. Gusecki, who I like, but I already have a tight end. Right. Golden Tate is kind of the only relevance here for me. And it's but kind of funny looking at my team. I'm not a big rookie wide receiver guy. I have one of them on my team. I have two <laughs> other rookie, but they're both running backs. But this late in the draft, I think I'm going to take our guy, Michael Pittman. Ooh. Another run receiver. Michael Pittman going. So I've seen drafts where, unfortunately, Michael Pittman hasn't even been taken. Um, the thing is, is with with rookie uh, rookie running backs 
and rookie wide receivers. Running backs kind of come in, be a little yeah, bit more relevant backs right can away. Be definitely more relevant. Wide receivers, t- maybe a year. Tight ends take a little bit longer, <laughs> three sometimes four years for them to really get going. Um, so you well, just that, that that that's their peaks. That's their peak. they can be relevant before that, but it might not be consistent. Yeah. But I think Jerry Judy is an exceptional talent, mm-hmm. and Michael Pittman has the great a great opportunity. He's got a really office. good opportunity in Indy. Um, looks like Zach Moss went next. T.J. Hawkinson went after him. Cam Newton finally off the board at thirteen. And this will be my last positional pick. Anthony Miller at thirteen two. And so, who these, are you going to take your last shot on? Then, man, these players are gross. I've got one, and I'm hoping he stays on the board for me. Yeah, I I can't tell you who it is. Unless you I take mean, him, just I'm thinking be off the top of my head, but I don't know if I want to take another rookie. Denzel Mims is interesting to me this late in the draft because I think, like Michael Pittman, he has the opportunity and talent. Yeah, and he's but, in New York. I mean, I'm I I barely have any running backs on my team, but you're not going to find. I mean, let's see, Justin Jackson, Rashad Penny, Duke Johnson, not in, you know, Naeem Hines is there, Jamal Williams. Honestly, the only running back that I would even take a shot on this late, which I typically don't do, would be A.J. Dillon. Um, yeah, I'm just not a fan of him. But I, know I mean, exactly, like, since I, I have Chris Carson, Rashad Penny, and Carlos Hyde are here, and he's the a starter that I am have question marks about just for health. But... I. I still don't want to do it. And everyone else is just a role player. They're not going to... I don't see them taking over the offense. I, I keep that mentality. I like that mentality. Because then I know you're not going to take my guy. Oh, now I have to try and think of who your guy is. Oh, now, A.J. Dillon. Well, I'm saying I would take A.J. Dillon if I was going running back. Which would make sense because I do have Aaron Jones on my team. So maybe that is my guy. So I guess I'm just going to have to go wide receiver... Okay. What are you thinking? Mims is in my head, but I'm going to take one more stroll through. Because I see Preston Williams, but I haven't really kept up to date with his injury stuff. Robbie Anderson doesn't interest me. Alshon Jeffrey out six weeks. There's no way I'm drafting him. Even this late, though? Yeah, no. I just gave you the clock, by the way. It's just an empty bench spot. Yeah. Because we typically don't run IR spots in redraft leagues. Just this year, clear. though, I do think IR spots, you should try and put one in your, at least one in your league. <laughs> we do in the listeners' league, we'll have one, but. Uh, so it is going to be Denzel Mims. Denzel Mims. Yeah. This late, I'll three. take a shot. And if at week one comes out and he's barely on the field or there's other people starting above him, I'll take him. So make sure you, you lock can it. Drop, there you, go. you can drop him if nothing works out. Oh, oh my big. guy finally went. Son of a gun. So I was really thinking because we're in the 13th, people are going to start to going with all their kickers and defenses. Um, but they didn't. So Preston Williams is who was, uh, I was looking at. Oh, you were? Yeah. Um, I think being able to get a top wide receiver, um, at e- even though he's going to be the number two down there, um, he had an excellent year. And I think yeah, that would have been a really good upside here for, for me to be able to take – now I have to go back and relook because uh, that just took my pick. Um, really frustrating. Just kind of like James was looking at, running backs are really kind of irrelevant here. Unless you uh, want a backup. 
unless I wanted You're to take back, my handcuff, yeah. I could take my handcuff with AJ Dillon. Um, you know, you could you could look at some of these. It's funny, Jamal Williams is going ahead of AJ Dillon. I know, I do think I don't that's know funny. if I would I don't, do that. I don't understand that either. But just to keep in mind, you know, the reason why we also talk about taking quarterbacks late. Let me just let me just give you a run on these quarterbacks that are still on the board. Jared Goff, Jimmy Garoppolo, Philip Rivers, Ryan Tannehill, Joe Burrows, yeah, Drew Tannehill Locke. Tannehill is probably my favorite undrafted quarterback this year. Yeah, Teddy Bridgewater still here. Tua, for some reason, is going above Derek Carr and Sam Tarnold, and he's not even going to play this year. Hopefully. Uh, <laughs> hopefully. Um, you know, so you still, I mean, there's still, let's see, one, there's at least two or three more quarterbacks that I, maybe four that I wouldn't mind taking. Yeah. And if I would to take a backup for Chris Carson, I think it would be Carlos Hyde because Penny probably going to be on the PUP list. Most likely six weeks, but it could be longer than that. Yeah. Oh, this is really tough because. You know what? I'm just going to bite the bullet on this, and I think it's... Uh, no, I don't really need Aaron Jones handcuffed because he's not typically hurt. No, not recently. All right. I'm going to go really deep here, um, and it's going to sound really deep just because of where his ADP is, but he's really not. Um, he shouldn't be that deep just because of the injury uh, above him to Debo, I'm going to go Brandon Ayuk. Okay. Um, I think, you know, trying to be able to take some upside. I think if, if he has, if Debo has any significant time loss, they don't have much else. Manuel Sanders is gone now. I don't think um, Dante Pettis is going to come in and be no, significant. I've heard, heard has, has been there. He didn't play at all last year. They have um, Trent Taylor, who they're always talking about, and Kendrick Bourne. But it is a run first op a team with George Kittle being the first option. So, and yeah, no. And then to end off the last real position picks, Justin Jackson, Dallas Goddard, Rashad Penny, and then a bunch of kickers, bunch of kickers, bunch of defense. Tannehill went. Yeah. Just like 14th uh, round Tannehill, Johnu, Johnu Smith. Like I, would, at 14th. I would love both of those people on my team if I had to. Yep. Now it's to you. Well, I guess, yeah, it's not making us take kickers or defense, so I'll just keep taking position players. Yeah, you don't have to. I will recommend that you need to take at least a defense um, just for the sake of listeners, but we typically don't do kickers. Yeah, I, I wasn't going to take a kicker. I haven't even looked at defenses yet. I'm looking at them. None of them stick out to me, so I'll, I will wait for that to be my last pick. Works for you. I did take the Rams defense in 14. For my 14th pick, just in case I didn't state it, um, I'm just hoping that you know they can kind of turn around their stuff again. Since it is so late and I wasn't expecting to take this, I'll, I'll just take Carlos Hyde here just for the security. That makes sense. Uh, kickers, kickers. Naeem Hines went in the 15th round. I would also recommend if you do handcuffed running backs, only one handcuff one running back don't have two handcuffs on your team that's that yeah, that's even that's, dumber you're just yeah i i, I just don't waste really, roster spots yeah i don't really recommend handcuffs usually but definitely not two so now it, i will have to take a defense and i would look at schedule week one because most defenses mm-hmm. i pick up and drop every week so yeah we stream defenses most likely 
just trying to find combinations. I'll, I'll just take the Vikings here because that's usually a pretty good bet. Yep. Alshon Jeffrey goes off the board in 15. Tyrell Williams goes off the board in 15. Jared Goff goes off the board. Damian Harris, which uh, is someone we don't really talk about much, running back in New England. Um, it's funny. He goes started off the over board. Josh Jacobs in college. I know. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. So my final pick, 15-9. And it will be a positional pick. So It'll be a positional pick because I don't draft kickers. Do you have any interest in Robbie Anderson this year? So I, I do and I don't. Um, because I'm more Curtis, worried about Teddy because Curtis Samuel ran like he was one of the league leaders in deep routes run last year. So yeah, I'm more I worried just, about Teddy Bridgewater. And yeah. is he even a deep ball thrower? He's I don't see him being able to get the I ball. Think, yeah, I think Robbie is really talented. He has some off the field issues, but he's he just was, a, he's a deep ball guy. He was under Adam Gase forever. Had some moments. He was usually like the last couple games of every year. He was incredible. But the rest of the season, he was trash. Hmm. You could still take, but I wouldn't. A.J. Dillon, I just don't think no, Aaron not, Jones not is big enough that. injury risk or anything to take a back. Yeah, d- which reminds me, don't take a handcuff just because you can. Yeah. If you're if yeah, the like guy the, you're handcuffing him to doesn't ever get hurt, then don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> like Carson is one, like Dalvin Cook this year, but that's more for Dalvin, holdout. He right. also has injury risk, but there's right. really not many guys. But like Zeke and Tony Pollard, you don't really need to take Tony Pollard because Zeke is not no. going to miss time. He doesn't get hurt. And if you take a running back in like the fourth, fifth round, don't handcuff them either. The only guys you want to handcuff are elite guys because sometimes like I took Carlos Hyde, Chris Carson could maybe not get injured and I'll probably drop Carlos Hyde after week one or week two right. for a waiver guy, but you sometimes you don't know who the backup is going to be. So I'm going to take a stretch here just because I don't have anybody in, you know on this team currently, and I'm going to take D.D. Westbrook. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. I'm not a huge fan, um, but at the same time, you know I think that he can be the PPR guy down there in Jacksonville. So might as well give him a shot. Most likely how I usually run my team is my 15th round pick. I usually drop for a kicker anyway because you have to play a kicker in week one. Um, but I just kind of like to, to kind of see what's the rest of the – what's going to look like, which, you know, is there going to be a favorable matchup? Maybe not. We'll just have to kind of see. Robbie Anderson does go next. And then two quarterbacks round out the, the rest of it with Joe Burrow and Phillip Rivers. Yeah, so in hindsight, how do you feel about going th- running back, running back, running back? I mean, going through my team, I, I really don't mind it. I'm, I mean, I've got four running backs that I really like. I typically don't go five running backs. Um, five is typically the max I will go, um, but I usually stay around four. And um, Yeah, see, I'll, I'll even go six, seven. Like, see, I don't need to. You don't. I'm only going to be playing three is the most. Three is the most you'll ever play. Two running backs and a flex. Yeah. The highest guy you have is Robinson, but you do have a lot of depth pieces yep. to fill in. Yeah, I mean, Allen Robinson, Stephon Diggs, Brandon Cooks, Cortland Sutton, those aren't too bad. I mean, Henry Ruggs, we'll have to see. Jamison Crowder's upside. Brandon Ayuk upside. D.D. Westbrook would be all upside. Um, their floors are kind of low at this point to me. Um, I'm fine with my quarterback at, with Big Ben, but, uh, you know, how do you, how's your team feel? Yeah, because I t- I was so late in the second round, mm-hmm. all the running backs were gone. So I don't rep- regret taking Kenny Galladay, but I am a little weak at running back. 
Yeah. I have Zeke Carson, Cam Akers, Antonio Gibson, and Carlos Hyde. That's about it. But my wide receivers are great. I have Kenny Galladay, DJ Moore, Odell Beckham, Jerry Judy. I have three rookie. <laughs> it's funny. I always say, like, I'm not a big fan of rookie wide receivers. I end but up you got three, three of them. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. But I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's a passing not, league. Yeah, I'm not committed to these players. I'll, I right. can, I'll drop them at an instant if I have to. Yeah, and that's the nice thing is, you know, with redraft, keep in mind, guys, you will never win your league from the draft. No. Nope. If you do, it's just luck. You know, um, we do have a, we we have played in a league for years with some friends. Not a lot of trading happens. Um, it's typically three guys. It's you yeah. and me, and then Carlos is usually trading. Um, sometimes we might throw a wrench in there, but uh, and someone else might might do something. But typically, no one trades in that league, and the draft therefore becomes more important. But you're going to win with waiver wire pickups. You're going to win with with trades. Um, it's just going to make your team a lot better, more rounded. Because at the end of the day, too, guys, we don't know what these guys are going to do yet. No. <laughs> we don't. I mean, even you know, for instance. I remember a few years ago, my first round draft pick, I forgot who it was, I do apologize, but I got injured week two, and then I was kind of fumbling together the whole rest of the season. <laughs> so you just don't know what's going to happen. Who was your favorite value pick that you took? Because I think mine's mm. Odell in the fifth. Odell in the I fifth is fantastic. Yeah, it's, that's fantastic. He was my third wide receiver. <laughs> I Looking mean, at your team, I kind of maybe think Higby. I was going to say Tyler ninth. Higby in nine. That's, ben Roethlisberger like in 12 isn't terrible. Yeah. Um, I don't really think I don't really think I had any great value as far as wide receivers. Allen Robinson in the fourth isn't terrible. Yeah, no, I don't mind that. Yeah. But, you know, Brandon Cooks is a little – I mean, that's right around he's going. Stephon Diggs is right around there. Cortland Sutton's right around there. Henry Ruggs is right, you know. So the rest of my wide receivers, I don't really see tremendous values. Yeah, I, I think it would be Higby because so he yeah, does have I do like upside. Yeah, and at the and basically at the nine nine is not is not terrible. I just typically don't like to have value in just my tight ends. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, you can even look at the value of having Clyde Edwards Hilaire in the third round as my third running back. Yeah, as your third <laughs> running back is great value. Yeah, as my third running back is great value. Uh, but yeah, I'll I'll go with Tyler Higby. But what we're gonna do, guys? We're actually gonna we're gonna post this um on our social media pages. And James, where could they find us at? Uh, find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter at TFL Monsters, Patreon, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, the Fantasy Monsters. Let us know who you think our best value was, which team you like more. Yeah, which team would you take into the season with? I'm just curious. We might even, oh, we, let's put some polls up. We'll put a poll up, okay. and let's figure out who likes which team a little bit better than the other. And and the next mock we do, I think, would be a good practice, is we're going to go right draft right next to each other in the draft. Yep. So we can take all of our players from each other that we like. Because that always yep. happens for with me and Caleb. When we're yep. going to draft together. We're always either the next pick or a couple we're always picks so close, close, and we're always yeah. taking each other's players. And, and, and it really stinks you just because tilt and you freak you, out. We throw Carlos in that wrench too because yeah. he's usually right around there as well. And so we're all typically are on the same page, and it gets really frustrating very quickly. Um, but what to do when people take your pick? You know, almost every single pick. So, but again, let us know. We'll put a poll up, and then loser 
We'll just say loser. We'll we'll figure out something that the loser happens. Maybe you can buy me dinner. That'll work. Loser buys dinner, which Whatever. would be at like Taco Bell or something. Um, so thanks for listening, guys. Uh, uh, hit us up about the listener league. Yeah, let us know. Oh, good point. Let us know about the listener league if you want to join. And um, thanks for buying shirts. <laughs> thanks for buying shirts. Uh, but uh, thanks again for for listening to the Fantasy Monsters podcast with Caleb and James. We'll see you next week. Have a good one.